As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, political pressure. Scott Morrison announces a royal commission into veteran suicide. Why have more Aussie troops died at their own hands than in Afghanistan? Sweet Escape, the Trans-Tasman travel bubble reopens. Emotional reunions in Australia and New Zealand. Space history made. NASA's Ingenuity helicopter becomes the first aircraft to launch on Mars. And action. Chris Hemsworth down under for Australia's largest ever film production. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. The Prime Minister has launched a wide-ranging Royal Commission into veteran suicide after years of sustained pressure. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What will it examine? Jody, good morning. The inquiry will look at all the past deaths of nearly 500 veterans who have taken their own lives to try and improve mental well-being for service men and women. Expected to start in July, the Royal Commission will take up to two years investigating systemic failures to support veterans, current health services and whether the support offered to veterans as they transition back into the community is adequate. Prime Minister Scott Morrison bowing to pressure from from the backbench to support the broad and powerful inquiry, news that is welcome to families who have campaigned tirelessly while suffering immense grief. I do not want to see there to be any delay in moving ahead with examining these issues, but also putting in place the permanent arrangements that are necessary. We have been very keen to have a standing uh, Royal Commission type arrangement where families can go for answers uh, where matters can be examined and we can learn from the lessons uh, where people have self-harmed or in, indeed suicided. I would love to show that we saved one life. 
The Commission will also investigate why 10 times more soldiers have taken their own lives upon retiring from service compared to on the battlefield. Jody, A tragedy. OK, thanks, Taylor. Those over 50 could receive a COVID vaccine in the coming weeks, with National Cabinet discussing a rollout reset. The first of the new bi-weekly meetings set the stage for the move. Available doses of AstraZeneca, no longer recommended for younger Australians, will soon be redirected to those over 50. A so-called 12-week sprint before Christmas will then aim to get shots into the arms of younger Australians as more Pfizer doses arrive. Mass vaccination hubs are rolling out across the country to accelerate the program. Victoria will open three new purpose-built centres tomorrow. Anyone in the 1A and 1B categories can make an appointment to get a vaccination at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre, the Exhibition Buildings and the former Ford factory in Geelong. The state will also start AstraZeneca doses again from tomorrow, following a pause on April 9 over clotting concerns. Those aged under 50 who consent to have the dose will be offered it. A life sentence for a Melbourne murderer has proved brief, with Scott Murdoch discovered dead in his cell. The 43-year-old was sentenced last year after murdering Kylie Blackwood, leaving her to be found by her 11-year-old twins. A coronial inquest has been launched to determine the cause of Murdoch's death. Melbourne's assessment prison says there was no call for help from his cell. There were incredible scenes across Australia and New Zealand after the international travel bubble, more than a year in the making, officially opened. Bianca Stone is in Wellington. Bianca, there were teary reunions on both sides of the Tasman. Coming into land at Sydney Airport, hug after hug and heart-squeezing hug. Oh, love you. Long time. Oh, so long. I can't believe it. From mascot to Auckland, to Wellington, Melbourne and Brisbane after bursting to be together, relief in a bubble. How hard has that been to be separated from your family? Yeah, really hard, really hard. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty emotional like when the, obviously the bushfires two years ago prevented them from coming and then after rebooking yeah, and the borders getting closed, it was, yeah, it was devastating. For some, it was love at first sight. I've just met my grandson. It was also a departure from the usual COVID turbulence plaguing the airline industry. It's taken quite um, a long time in terms of getting everything geared up. We've brought over um, 250, 300 crew back, back in February, so we've been training them up. Had to restock all the lounges with food and beverage, very important. Um, the engineers have been working tirelessly to make sure that the aircraft are in top conditions. It's taken more than 400 days, but Australians are finally back in international skies. How does it feel to meet your grandson? He's overwhelmed. <laughs> Hello, Archer. Thanks, you. Australia is now in talks over a Singapore bubble, and the airlines can't wait. We have the aircraft, we have the people ready to go. And hopefully, it won't be too long before we see more of this. James Packer could soon be rid of his problematic Crown Resorts after a second US bid was made to buy the company. The latest $3 billion offer by investment fund Oak Tree would fund a buyback of James Packer's 37% stake. The bid comes less than a month after private equity group Blackstone made an $8 billion takeover offer. 
A Brisbane Olympics is a step closer to reality after Queensland's Cabinet officially approved a bid for the 2032 Games. The state government met International Olympic Committee President John Coates yesterday. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk committed to the bid but says the endorsement is still contingent on support from the federal government. As part of the Olympics plan, Brisbane's Gabba Stadium could undergo a billion-dollar redevelopment. More details of the city's bid will be revealed today. Detectives have probed close family and friends of alleged fraudster Melissa Caddick to determine what frame of mind she was in before she disappeared. Her father-in-law has told News Corp the family still has unanswered questions about a decomposed foot forensically linked to Melissa that washed up on a beach. A damning review has found sexual harassment is rampant in Victoria's court system, labelling it an open secret in the legal profession. It's made 20 recommendations to change the culture. What the recommendations do is focus very much on building a positive culture, creating an environment where people not only feel free to speak up, but also feel free to call out behaviour, whether that's the behaviour of a judicial officer or whether it's the behaviour of a barrister or whether it's the behaviour of another court staff. The inquiry was ordered in the wake of the scandal surrounding former High Court judge Dyson Hayden. Space history has been made with NASA's Ingenuity helicopter becoming the first aircraft to launch on Mars. The drone flew for less than a minute, reaching a height of approximately three metres. The pictures got a warm reception from some very excited astrophysicists at ground control. The helicopter was a last-minute addition to NASA's Perseverance rover, which landed on Mars in February. It's lights, camera, action for New South Wales, with Australia's biggest ever movie production to be shot here. The $350 million Mad Max prequel, starring Chris Hemsworth, begins filming in June, bringing hundreds of jobs to our local economy. Arriving in a movie studio golf buggy, Australia's Hollywood heavyweight actor, the legendary film director and a starstruck premier. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! Who wouldn't be pleased to be in my spot today? It's the largest film ever to be filmed here. Here they come again. The next Mad Max blockbuster, Furiosa. This instalment starring Thor. I'd grown up uh, watching the films like most Australians to be a part of it. Um, is a huge honour. Chris Hemsworth's not saying who he's playing, but will consult with previous Max. I'll give them all a call. I'll yeah. talk to Charlize, Tom yeah. Hardy, Mel Gibson. Furiosa, a prequel to Fury Road with a twist. This is a saga. Happens over many years. But that's all, all I should say. I want them back! They're my property! After other states were outbid, Filming will be in Western Sydney, country New South Wales, including Broken Hill, that hosted Road Warrior. Mad Max, a hero in a post-apocalyptic world. The government hopes he can do the same for a COVID-ravaged economy. The film tipped to inject $350 million. Instead of streamed, released in cinemas, mid-2023. Filmmakers, at least of my vintage, always wanted to be in the cinema. Chris Mark, seven years. A new app is set to help parents make sure that learning comes first. Designed by a young couple, it asks children to answer maths questions before they can unlock their favourite apps, improving their school marks as they enjoy screen time.
At Isaac and Anne's place... Why? Again? You're always on that. Downtime usually means screen time. Probably Snapchat and Instagram. Their daughter's obsession became their inspiration. What if we built an app that required our daughter to answer a question, a times table question, before she can get onto another app. They did. It's called One Question, and that's basically how it works. It really is that simple. Download, tell what you want to learn, and what apps you want to target. Every time they want to fire up that app, first they need to answer a curriculum correct question. Emily's in grade six. She's been using the app for the past two months. My math has improved a lot. I, can, I notice it at school. There are 12,000 equations to solve. Parents and carers control the difficulty and have their own app to track progress. It's automatic revision and it's happening, you know, without her even thinking about it. And maths is just the start for this app. It'll soon incorporate other subjects from English to science and history. A win-win for families considering Aussie kids are spending on average close to four hours a day on their devices. We want to be able to make screen time productive to let anyone learn anything. One question at a time. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones' hot streak is over, shedding nearly 150 points. The Nasdaq is also down, weakness in the tech sector dragging markets lower. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei edged higher, the All Lords and the ASX 200 both flat to start the week. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,771 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 63 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.56 US cents, just under 84 Japanese yen and $1.8 New Zealand. Prince Harry is reportedly considering extending his stay in Britain to mark the Queen's 95th birthday. Harry had been expected to fly home to the US shortly after the funeral of his grandfather Prince Philip. It's understood he's not yet booked his return flight but will head back to California as his pregnant wife Meghan needs him. After weeks of harrowing testimony about the death of George Floyd, closing arguments have begun in the trial of the man charged with his murder. US correspondent Tim Lester is outside the court in Minneapolis. Tim, how did the prosecution sum up the case against Derek Chauvin? Well, good morning, Jody. Yes, in a nutshell, it's if you can see it, you can believe it. This is a reference to the extraordinary amount of video of what the prosecution says was a murder. Of course, a reference to the events here in Minneapolis last May 25th when Officer Derek Chauvin placed his knee on the neck of George Floyd, 
for nine minutes and 29 seconds, at least we think three minutes after George Floyd failed to show any signs of life. He, of course, died, triggering protests not only around this country, but right around the world. Now, the defence and the prosecution giving their final summaries to the jury here today before it retires to consider its verdict. The prosecution very focused on all of those phone and security camera videos and what they should tell jurors. This case is exactly what you thought when you saw it first, when you saw that video. It is exactly that. You can believe your eyes. This wasn't policing. This was murder. The defendant is guilty of all three counts. All of them. And there's no excuse. The defence in its summary has also been relying on video, but more video from before that 9 minutes and 29 seconds, particularly to argue that the crowd here in Minneapolis on that day was intimidating to the police officers and their action, including Derek Chauvin's, was reasonable. We expect the jury to retire to consider its verdict perhaps later today and we could get a jury verdict within hours or if not sometime later this week. Jody. Okay, thanks Tim. A seven-year-old girl has been shot dead while waiting for food at a McDonald's drive-through in Chicago. Witnesses say the girl and her father were in their car when two people approached the vehicle and opened fire. Seven-year-old Jaslyn Adams suffered several gunshot wounds. Police rushed the girl to hospital, but she was pronounced dead on arrival. The girl's father was seriously injured. After growing international outcry, Russia has announced jailed opposition leader Alexei Navalny will be transferred to a hospital. The announcement comes two days after Navalny's doctor said his health was deteriorating rapidly and he could be on the verge of death. The 44-year-old Kremlin critic is in the third week of a hunger strike. Sydney has taken its turn to say goodbye to rugby league legend Tommy Radonikus. His relatives were in front row seats at the touching memorial while former players, coaches, colleagues and fans came together to share their stories of the sporting great. A bloke who on the field would stoop to any devious resort but who off the battlefield was the game's patron saint. Many would say his actions in wanting to win were sometimes over the top, but not us. The Blues and Australian champion has been hailed as a champion both on and off the field. In sport, Chelsea, Manchester City and Real Madrid face being kicked out of next week's Champions League semi-finals after joining the breakaway European Super League. Supporter groups of the 12 foundation clubs have been unanimous in their anger at the proposed competition, with many planning protests. Prince William has weighed into the issue, tweeting that the entire football community needs to be protected. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says his government will do all it can to stop the league going ahead. Tottenham have sacked manager Jose Mourinho after 17 months in charge. The Swans have been hit by a big blow with Lance Franklin ruled out for at least three matches. The champion Ford has bone bruising in his leg after a heavy collision with Giants defender Connor Iden. He reckons he'll be two, so <laughs> we've, we've said three to four, so that probably gives you an idea of where the discussions go, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how he goes. Collingwood are set to be slapped with a fine after stars Jeremy Howe and Jordan Dugowie were caught using their phones during the loss to West Coast on Friday. 
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a tropical low and trough will generate showers and storms in the northern tropics of Queensland and the Northern Territory. A trough in the west could trigger storms in northwestern WA. Sunny in Brisbane today, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Mostly sunny, 25 the top in Sydney. Canberra, 19. A cold change with rain in Melbourne, also 19. Showers in Hobart, a top of just 15 degrees. Adelaide, 19. Morning smoke and a sunny 25 in Perth and mostly sunny 33 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday the 20th of April.